Eye wo di banana ya Sasuna ye di panso Yoba de na na boya sani sasu Sasuna ye wo to ti manu Yoba de na na ya Say ye di di na ya Sasa ye ya radia ya Yoba de sa ye What in I? And you want to know you? When I'm in to know you? When I'm in What in I? What do I'm out of what's your party? Now I'm out of what's your party? What about you? You're out of here. Yeah. Why you 
Yeah, yeah. 
Out of my belly shall flow a river, river for living water. Out of my belly shall flow. Out of my belly shall flow a river, river to live in water. Somebody pray in the Holy Ghost right now. Somebody pray in the Holy Ghost and begin to stand that river. One more time, pray. Pray it out. Nations are inside of you. Answers are coming from your inside. We sing it all together. Out of my belly. Out of my belly. Shows. Shalom, 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 shalom. Shalom, evening people of God. Thank you, Lord Jesus. How are we all doing? Okay, so we give God the glory. Um, by the grace of God, I'm also doing well. Um, may the Lord favor everybody. And may the Lord prosper everyone in the name of Jesus. Can we pray? Father, we thank you. We give you all the glory. Thank you, mighty Father. Thank you, Elohim. Thank you, Jesus. Thank you for your grace. We thank you for your hand. And we thank you for that which you are doing. Glorify yourself. And we shall give you all the glory. Even after this service. In Jesus mighty name. Amen. Amen. So God bless everybody. Um, share the link wherever you are. Just share the link. Yes, just share the link wherever you are. Share the link wherever you are. Let's 
um, have a glorious time in the presence of the Lord. Just invite somebody, invite a brother, invite a sister, invite a colleague, invite your ex, invite, invite everyone you can and know for sure that God has a word even for your lifting. Just invite everyone. Please don't forget to invite all the witches because they also need salvation. Invite all of them so that God will favor them as well. Invite all your haters. In fact, your crashes, your rashes. In fact, invite everybody. Yeah, they, they all need the hand of God. Yeah. Amen. Just invite the person. Let the person come around. And let's have a glorious um, service. Hallelujah. By the grace of God, we started, we've started a concept. And uh, let me make this few announcements. God willing, I'll be starting Zoom next week. Let me just make this announcement and then we can start. I'll be starting Zoom next week. God willing. I'll be starting Zoom next week. God willing. And let's all prepare for that. And God will surely be glorified. God will surely be glorified. By the grace of God, I think my Zoom has been renewed yeah i i just got a message and my zoom was being renewed and you know there are times when you think about god it is so amazing oh do you know the person who even does the zoom for us does not even have enough time to be coming on our platform The most interesting part of these things are, listen to me. One day I was asking the Lord this question. Do you know what God told me? He said, if you follow my vision and if you follow what I tell you to do, I will surely make a provision for every vision I give to any man. You might not know where it will come from, but I will bring the men to you. In my ministry, there is no way I ever get reg- like I've regretted that I wanted to do something. No, because I know that the Lord that has given that vision will surely bring a provision. I'm saying this just to encourage somebody that if you are here, it's not a mistake. You are a miracle that God has predestined. To be here in order for him to provoke his hand, his grace, his favor, his mercy towards you, even for a purpose yet unknown. Just keep connecting yourself, keep praying, keep coming, keep listening to the word of God, keep following the precepts that is preached on this altar. I know for sure. I know. 
I know that you will be part of the few people that by the grace of God you will testify to the goodness of God. I know. I know for sure. I know. Hallelujah. I know for sure that you will be part of the people that will come back with an amazing testimony saying that God indeed is glorified. I know. Hallelujah. Okay, so I started the concept of divine direction, but it was just an introduction in the morning. Those of you who were not here, I think I uploaded it so you can go and download and listen to it. Am I, am I talking to you at all? Yes, so um, it was very powerful in the morning. I know some of you, 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 you felt some way. You get it? Some of you felt some way. When I say some way, I don't know. It is only on this platform that you are preaching and people are quiet. People can be quiet as if they are sleeping. Not knowing the word of God is actually massaging them. Yeah. People were thinking a lot. Yeah, about, about, about how they followed their ways and their thoughts. Not knowing their thoughts actually led them to distraction. Am I talking to you? Yeah, so people were following their thoughts and their ways. And by the grace of God, the Lord has helped us even to understand the concept of divine direction. And in the morning, we explained that the reason why we need God is because, number one, he is called the Alpha and the Omega. Am I talking to people now? The reason why we need God is because he is called the Alpha and the Omega. He is the one that, that, that knows the beginning even from the end. And because he knows the beginning from the end, one of the things I would like everybody to understand is that you know your beginning, but you don't know your end. The one that knows your end is the one that can determine whether you are on a track or you are not on the track. So the reason why we need divine direction in life is because there is only one person that knows where we will land in life and where we will end in life. So if we don't commit our thoughts, our ideas, our visions, our aspirations, our goals and everything onto him, we might start something that will land us in big problems. Am I talking to people? We might start something that will land us in big troubles. And many of us, we cannot testify to the fact that we followed after our will. We followed after our heart. We followed after our desires. And many of us, we landed into troubles yet to overcome. We landed into troubles yet to overcome. There are many of us, we fell into temptations that we still can't recover from that temptation. We have landed into great temptations that we cannot still over. Some of us, we can't still fat up. Some of us, we cannot still even forgive ourselves. I'm telling you, there are many of us, we cannot even forgive ourselves because of certain mistakes we allowed our thoughts and our ways even to lead us by the grace of god 
Even when I started in the morning, I started with a very powerful scripture that says in Proverbs chapter 14, the verse 12. Proverbs 14, the verse 12. It is the same scripture in Proverbs 16, 25. Proverbs 14, the verse 12. And Proverbs 16, 25. We explain that the ways of God, uh, the ways, our ways are not the ways of God. And uh, there is a way, sorry, there is a way that seemeth right unto a man, but the end thereof is death. And that is how we started the, the concept. And we explain by the grace of God that everybody has a way. Everybody has a path that he and himself want to actually follow. But there is a man that knows the end of every way. <laughs> we only know the beginning of every way. We don't know the end of every way. That man is called God himself. Jehovah. If this God is the one that knows the end of every way, then we must commit every way unto him so that our ways might not lead to death, but rather it will lead to life and success. Am I talking to people? I pray for you that the grace of God will come upon you. The hand of the Lord will come upon you that you will not miss purpose in life. You will not miss destination in life. You will not miss the very success that God has prepared even for you. You shall fulfill destiny in the mighty name of Jesus. Anywhere God has programmed that you will enter and flourish, the Lord himself will lead you through that path for you to also encounter him and flourish in that area in the name of Jesus. Looks like some of you, your amen is looking for my trouble this afternoon. Hallelujah. And this was the last scripture we dealt with in Isaiah chapter 55, the verse 8. In Isaiah 55, the verse 8, we said that for my thoughts are not your thoughts and my ways are not your ways. And the Bible said in the verse 9, Isaiah 55, the verse 8 and 9. The Bible said that as the heavens are higher than the earth, so my ways are higher than your ways, and my thoughts are higher than your thoughts. The reason why God's thought is higher than our thought is because he has a grace that makes him superior than in anything. The grace he has that nobody else in this earth has is the grace to see ahead. Can you hear me? Can you hear me? So, the grace that God has, that no man has, is that there is a sovereignty of, of God that nobody can co be compared unto him with. That sovereignty is that he has a certain kind of grace. And that grace makes him know what will happen to you tomorrow that nobody else knows. Because of that sovereignty, he is the only one we can actually rely on when it comes to the thoughts and when it comes to the ways of a man. 
adia wodwene unsusu ye eni akwan a opese ofaso asasi so you need and the almighty god who should direct your path who should direct your ways who should direct your leadings in order for you to fulfill destiny and that is the essence of divine direction now do you get the concept now do you all get the concept now yes thank you holy spirit yes so this is the reason why we need him we need him than any other person in this life we need god we actually need him that's your marital career you need god that your traveling career you need god that your work career you need god You need God to help you do whatever you are doing on earth. You need God. You need his ideas. You need his ways. You need his thoughts to be able to fulfill that which he has promised that you should fulfill. When you check the Bible, there were many people that God had to give specificity even concerning certain mountains they had to go in order to perform sacrifices. God can tell you go to the Mount Horeb. If you don't go to Mount Horeb and if you don't go to Mount Sinai, there are encounters you will never have when it comes to him. So it means that if he is the one leading you, he will not lead you wrong. Oh, am I talking to people at all? If he is the one leading you, he will not lead you wrong. Oh, yeah. God can lead you round, but he will not lead you wrong. He sometimes knows the shorter way, but he always wants you to pass through a, a path that will train you yourself. So sometimes people think that God actually led the people of Israel around. But no, he did that so that he can mature them. He can prove them. He can test them. He can make them understand how life actually works. At the end of the day, God separated the chaff from the wheat. Allow God to lead that relationship. Allow God to lead that marriage. Allow God to lead that career. Allow God to lead that ministry. Allow God to lead whatever you want to do. Get directions for him. What is the next thing you ought to do? What is the next step you ought to take? What is the next thing you have to do? If you can understand something about this when it comes to God, there is no way you ever choose wrongly. There is no way you ever fulfill life and you fail at the end of it. You fulfill destiny because he is the one that is directing your path. Have you forgotten what the Bible said? I think it is in uh, Proverbs chapter is it 5 the verse 3 or 3 the verse 5? That we should not lean onto our own understanding. <laughs> but it said in all things we should acknowledge the Lord and he will direct our path. Check the scripture for me. <laughs> we should not lean on to our own understanding but the bible said that in all things we should acknowledge the lord i am a cafe we should acknowledge the lord when what is acknowledgement acknowledgement actually means act on the knowledge proverbs chapter 3 the verse 5 and 6 can you give me the king james version 
when we talk about acknowledgement, it's, it's just a simple word that means act on God's knowledge. Am I talking to people now? Please change the version. Just change the version for me. It said, trust in the Lord with all your heart and lean not on your own understanding. It said, in all your ways. It says, submit to him. My God. Submit to him and he will make your path straight. Submit to him. In all your ways, acknowledge him and he shall direct your path. He's a part director. <laughs> you don't get what I'm trying to say. God is actually a part director. He's the one that can direct a man's path. Huh? The only requirement he needs from us is that when we submit our ways unto him, he will surely direct it for us. When we submit, when we decide to act, even on the knowledge he has given to us by submitting whatever he has given to us. Lord, you have given me a ministry. I am submitting this ministry so that you can direct this ministry. It looks like going to a man and say, man of God, I want you to be a father. I want you to be a mentor. Do you know what you are doing? You are saying, man of God, I know I'm having qualification, but I want to drop my qualification. I want to drop my knowledge and I want to act on your knowledge. And that is the reason of submission. So when the Bible talks about women should submit to their wife, the Bible wanted to also tell women that the women should also understand that the word submission is actually dropping what you know in order to follow another man's knowledge. <laughs> I don't know whether you get what I'm trying to say. In all your ways, you need to acknowledge him. Act on God's knowledge. Huh? Don't rely on your knowledge. Act on God's knowledge and he will direct your path. As you are acknowledging him, as you are submitting to him, as you are committing your life, your trust, your decisions on him, that is where he will rise and say, my daughter, you are going through a path. I know it will not help you. I want you to come out from that path. My son, you are going through a path that will cause you to lose a lot of money. I want you to come out from that path. I know my son you are going through you are going to make a major decision that will result to the change of your life but it can only be possible if you only hear me or else you listen to men you act on your common knowledge and you enter into a place of derediction you enter into a place of illusion and you enter into a place of frustration i pray for you that everything you will do from today if you only submit your ways unto the lord i pray that may the Lord direct your path. I said, may the Lord direct your path. I said, may the Lord direct your path. May the Lord direct your path. And then may the Lord direct your path. May the Lord direct your path. May the Lord direct your path. That is one of the heaviest decisions every man can ever take. <laughs> The word to submit. Hey. It is proven in the scripture if you don't know. Go and read Luke chapter 5. You'll be shocked. Jesus went and preached at the seashore. And the people were so many. And he stepped on one boat that belonged to Simon. 
when he belonged to, he stepped on the boat that belonged to Simon. The Bible said that he told Simon to push a little bit further into the water so that he can preach because of the crowd. He pushed it and he preached. After preaching, he told Peter that Peter, let's go and catch fish. Peter said, you know, Jesus, I don't know you, but I know they call you Jesus. But you know what? The knowledge I have right now says, look, look at it. Look at it. Look at it. He said, put, put out into the deep and let us let down the net for a catch. Look at what Peter said. Simon answered, Simon answered, Master, we have worked all night and haven't caught anything because you say so. I will let the net go. Imagine. This is Peter trying to tell Jesus that, you know, I, I have knowledge about these things. I've, I've done fishing for, is it fishery or fishing? I've been a fisherman of my life for more than 100 years now, for more than 30 years now, for more than 20 years now. So I understand fish. I even know the language of fish. It is called fish con. The language of fish is called fish con. I can even speak with fishes. I was the headmaster in, 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 in animal husbandry class, especially when it comes to the aquarium side. Am I talking to you? And Peter was trying to prove to Jesus that, Charlie, there is no way we can catch a fish even in this time. And Jesus said that, Charlie, I will, I'm so, let's lunch to the deep a, a little and let's catch fish. Peter now looked at him and said, although I have my ways, I have my knowledge, I have my thoughts, but I need to put it down so that I can submit to your thoughts. And he said that because of what you have said, I know it is not possible for me to do that, but because of what you have said, I will do as you said. I will do as you say. And Peter had to obey, submit himself and obey even to our Lord Jesus. And when Peter obeyed, Peter caught the more, he caught more than enough. Oh my God. Am I talking to you? He caught more than enough. Look at it. Look at it. And when they had done this, they enclosed a great multitude of fishes and their net break. Please. Me, I went to LA. But please, can I, can I, can I, can I actually get a right English here? Does net break or tear? Help me, la. Those of you who went to experimental and a Please answer Mila. Does net break or tear? Okay. <laughs> Does net break or tear? The Bible said that they got they 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 captured a lot of fishes until a point that their net began to break. <laughs> net actually, you know, net does not break. Net actually tears. Is it not true? Huh? So what the Bible was trying to say now is that they saw after the submission, after listening to the ways of Jesus, they so caught fishes that they broke record. That was what the net broke record. The, the net caught fish that it has never caught in its life before. So the net has actually broken a record. Oh. 
the net actually broke a record because it decided to obey the instruction of our Lord. Sir, ma, I came this evening just to preach to some few people and just to announce to you, if only you can submit your ways unto the Lord, if only you can submit your thought unto the Lord, he will make you do something nobody in your family has ever done before. Ah, <laughs> uh, you marry some a kind of marriage nobody in your family has ever married before. You will not just get a man, you will get a powerful man. You will not just get a woman, you will get a, a powerful woman. You will not just a, get a man, you will get a man that is very handsome and beautiful. <laughs> oh my god, there is a difference between handsome and beautiful. Oh. I think those of you last year have preached, have preached this year before. There is a difference between being beautiful and being handsome. Beautiful talks about looking nice on the face. Oh, beautifully talks about looking nice on the face. Handsomeness talks about looking nice in the packet. That is why it is called handsome. It means your hand has something. Unsa will be handsome. Oh, shit. It looks like some of you don't get the message. <laughs> it is handsome. It means your hand has something. God will give you a beautiful and a handsome man. Oh, la. You get it now? May God give you a beautiful and a handsome man. Oh. Somebody that will drop his hand on the packet and remove a bundle and say, dear, take it. It is yours. <laughs> go, and, go and get something you want. That is actually a handsome man. Oh. Fellow give a sabaratonosko benasaya. It is my prayer that the grace of the Lord will locate you. The hand of the Lord will come upon you. If only you will submit your ways unto the Lord Jesus. I came to tell you that business will flourish. That ministry will flourish. That traveling will come through. That process you are even working on. You will hear a testimony. You will hear a testimony. You will hear a testimony. Why? Because, listen to me. Why? Because it is actually a simple thing. And what is it? <laughs> what is it? It is because I've decided to submit my ways unto the Lord. So the submitting of your ways unto the Lord is what we call seeking for divine direction. It means that you have a way, but you don't want to follow after your way. And you want to now listen to the ways of God. And that is what we call divine direction. I, I, I don't know whether I'm building a very powerful concept. So that as, as soon as we start hating even this concept, everybody will actually get it now. Yeah, it means that actually you went to school to learn midwifery. You learned to school to learn certain things. You learned to school to learn nursing. You are a doctor, you are a midwife, you are a nurse right now. But do you know there are certain cases you will look up onto? The only thing you can do is that, Lord, help me. How can I do this? That is actually, you are trying to tell God that although I've learned something in school, but my knowledge cannot actually help me now. I actually need your ways, your will in order to do it. Oh. One day, 
I remember I typed, help me, Lord. When I typed there, somebody said, Osofu, why? Are you in, are you in a, any problem? I said, I don't, I'm not in a problem. Do you have to have a problem before you think that God should help you? <laughs> African mentality will kill us. What? You don't understand when it comes to divine help. If you understand help, <laughs> you, 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 it goes beyond sin. Help goes beyond sin. That is how, why mercy also goes beyond sin. So people think that the mercy of God is only for sinners. <laughs> it is not true. <laughs> so when you even type show me mercy Lord, people will say, Lord, it means that he has sin. He has sin. Sin for where? <laughs> there be sin for where? Am I, am I preaching at all? Am I preaching? You need the ways of God. You need to rely on the ways of God. Am I talking to you? I'm, I'm just giving you scenarios for, for us to understand some few concepts even before I flow. In Luke chapter 15, I believe so much. The Bible talked about some prodigal son. The story of the prodigal son. When you read that story, well, you can see that this is a man that actually followed his way and the end actually led to death. I remember somebody came to Papa Miracle and said, Papa, by the grace of God, I've gotten my visa. I want to travel to um, 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 Germany or Italy or something. When he said that, do you know what Papa Miracle said? Papa Miracle told him that the Lord said he shouldn't pass through air. He should go through water. Ah. <laughs> then the guy came with a, 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 the mother. And the mother looked at the son and said, hey. Nah. <laughs> so, we, <laughs> we didn't say we want to pass through water. We have our... Visa, he just want to tell you, are you okay? He said, he told, pass through water. Your, the direction to Italy is actually through water, not on air. The guy was saying, what, what kind of man of God is this? He, he, can he see? Are you sure he's a prophet? Somebody we are just going to get prayer from and he's telling us not to pass through the air. We should pass through the sea. Does he know Libya, Jenny? Going through Libya, do you know how tough it is? He said, that is where your way is actually is. Listen, the guy battled with this thing until one day the mother said, I know the man of God. The man of God will not tell you something that will actually kill you. The man of God knows exactly what he has seen and what he has said. Let's follow it. The guy followed the mother and then he started with everything. When he started with heaven, he started the journey. They go to the very part where they will be taking boats even to your various destinations. So if you are going to Italy, if you are going to Germany, if you are going to this, you know, there are boats there. Like when they got there, he was the only person who was having money <clears throat> and who, who was having visa. They sat in the sea and they gave him a life jacket because he paid. When they sat in the boat and they were going, 
police actually got them. And when police got them, they wanted to deport all of them. And they said, why are you bring your passport? None of them actually had a passport. And the guy was the only one that gave a passport. And they said, ah, you have a visa? And he said, yes. And he said, why did you apply C? He said, I just wanted to have an experience on the sea. And he said, because of what you've done, we will talk on behalf of the government for you. We will stand as a shorty to get a resident permit even in Italy. Number two, you will also not get a, rep- a resident permit. We will make sure you get the best of businesses that you want. They only took him and deported the rest. Why? Because God knew that there was an opportunity like that and the opportunity was not found in the air. It was not found in the airport. It can only be found in the sea. Sometimes the ways of God are not our ways. Am I talking to you? The ways of God are not our ways. The ways of God are not our ways. I remember a lady came to our church. When this lady came to our church, he was dressed in a certain hairstyle. Huh? And he has, she has even dyed the hair. She has even dyed the hair. And when she dyed the hair, she came and Papa looked at her and said, okay, uh, the Lord said I should tell you that because of this hair, a lot of people have been meeting you and actually they want to help you. But when they look at the type of hair, they think you are a bad person. And Papa said that the Lord said to him that he should tell him to go and change the color of the hair or shave the hair. The lady had applied like this brown, this, this brown kind of dye on the head. And the lady quickly, like this gold kind of hair, the lady quickly went and changed the hair. The very day the lady changed the color and was coming out, a man met her on the road and said, when he saw her, he felt like helping her. What does the lady do? The lady said, I, I'm a nursing student. He said, I will take care of your nursing student. What level? He said, I'm in level 200. He said, I will take care of the rest of your school fees. Sometimes, eh, we, we, you might not understand how God works. And that is why we need to submit our ways onto the Let him be the one leading us. Am I talking to people at all? Let him be the one leading you. Let him be the one instructing you. There is no move that you have to take that he should, he should, he, his hand and his voice is not involved. There is no move. Any little move that you take, make sure that the hand of God is involved in that move. Make sure. Make sure. Make sure. 
The prodigal son went to his father and said, Father, you know what? I want to take all my the properties that belong to me. I want to leave this house. The father intentionally gave him everything. And this guy left. The Bible said this guy went and lived righteous living. He lived wild living. Squandered all the money and farming broke him. So imagine if this guy had seeked for the counsel of God. Imagine. Just imagine if this guy has seeked for the counsel of God. Imagine a rich man's son is now eating from the swine's feed. Oh, a rich man's son is now depending on swine feed. This is serious. I'm telling you, this is actually serious. Why? Because he refused to listen to divine directions. You need guidance in life. I know you are beautiful lady. But it is not every decision of yours that is actually beautiful. Oh, am I talking to people at all? The way the atmosphere is quiet, I know the message is entering. I know you have a very powerful voice, very powerful shape. You know, you are very eloquent. You are, your grammar is one touch. You have a one touch grammar. Yes, when you speak, everybody knows that you went to a, a, a St. Louis. The problem is that your qualification does not determine whether you are right in every decision. Oh, am I talking to you? Your qualification does not determine whether you are right in every decision. Be very careful. That is why in this life, there is no move in this life that you want to take. You will not require of the Lord. I'm telling you. The very day I learned these things, huh? there is no thing I'll have. You see, you know, anything I'll do, I'll quickly send it to Papa. I'll just send a message. Pa- Papa, I want to start something. You know what he will say? Okay, go ahead. The Lord will, 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 will open a door for you. The Lord will bless it for you. It is done. It is settled. Church, I'm done. So far as I've gotten the approval of a man that can actually hear God, I know, and I know I will not fail in that thing. You don't get it. Am am, am I talking to you? Why? Because I know that an authority has spoken. And that is it. It settles that matter. Let's seek for divine guidance. Let's seek for divine guidance. One day, in the book of Exodus, one day the people of Israel wanted to actually move forward. Listen, when you study the people of old, that is where you will you, 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 you see the importance of the voice of God in the life of man. 
Check the prophets of the Old Testament. I like reading the Old Testament a lot because it teaches a lot of wisdom. The reason why I'm saying this is that these old prophets understood the importance of God's voice that even the entire nation. So you will see that a nation has a problem. A kingdom has a problem and their only resort is to seek for a prophet. Is to seek for a priest that will go to God and listen to God concerning the battle they want to go. Check the Bible. This was a common ritual. None of them would decide to do anything. It was their lifestyle or so forth. You will not see somebody venturing into doing something without first hearing from God. It was a ritual. Check the Bible. One day, even Moses even told God that God, if you are not going with me, I will not go. Have you ever heard that scripture before? Moses, he told God that God, you know what? If you are not going with me, forget it. Forget it. I won't go. Why? Because they understood the reason or the essence of God's presence, God's voice, and God's leading. They understood it. But in our generation, some bloggers and some people have made even Christianity and the worship of God to become like a mockery. There are many people when they see you preach, they think say would you need you maybe do as I see so and what about the Bible? Can you be a person on the Tam Bible? Can you not be a Bible? Am I talking to you? It is a call. It, it is a man that decides to call you and separate you from something that you are doing, that you love doing. You have a certificate for it. You are qualified for a job. You are qualified to be working at the bank. And God will say, drop the certificate. Come and pick a microphone. Be going from places to be preaching to people. Me, these days, nobody can tell me nonsense. power What qualification do you have? That's the question. You, what qualification do you have? Am I talking? You, what qualification do you have? The people can look at men of this generation. We are, that is why we are losing a sense of the touch of the voice of God. When God wanted to speak to the little Samuel in 1 Samuel chapter 3, when God wanted to speak to the little Samuel, whose voice did he speak to Samuel with? Whose voice did he speak to Samuel with? It was the... the the pastor, let me say the pastor. It was Eli. Now God, is he not so powerful? Why didn't he use his own voice? But he actually used Eli's voice. And this is the place that leads me even to talk about something in simple concerning this can i tell you something 
before God will call any man, before God will introduce any man into his directions, into his plan, one of the things I want you to understand is that before you were born, God already knew and had a plan for your life. This afternoon, in the next 20 minutes, I want to talk about something briefly and then we will go. Before you came to this earth, God already had a plan. And I want to talk about the reality of divine plan. God already had a plan for your life. God already knew the reason why he created you as a woman and he brought you into the family you find yourself. God knows the reason why he brought you to the family, your mother and your father. He knows they don't have anything, but you are, he, it is the same family he brought you people into. He knows the reason. Imagine if we were to choose our own plan. Do you think you, were, you, you would have been born into that home? No, no, no. Ask, I'm asking a question. If we are supposed to choose our own plan, do you think that we would have been born in that home? Right now, if I allow people to choose their fathers right now, we, you will see. Dan Gote will come in some. Ellen Mox will come in some. Donald Trump will come in some. Joe, Joe, Joe Biden will come in some. Dan Gote will come. I'm, I'm telling you, if people are to choose their fathers right now, they are to enter into any womb, you will see the womb they will enter. But do you know what? The plan that we chose uh, or uh, we, we, we fell into was not our plan. It was God's plan. There is a reality of God's plan and there is a reality God has shown even through the scripture. That is why he allowed certain things even to happen to us. It's not a mistake. Imagine you were, you were, you were born in a certain family. Im, just imagine you, you you were born into a certain family like a rich family do you think you would have known God the way you know God do you think you would have loved God the way you love God do you think you would have even listened to a man of God like the way you take your time to listen to some of us do you think you would have gotten time to call somebody papa to hell with that papa am, am, am I talking to you? you do you think that you would have gotten that time God has a plan and that is why he had to take you through that channel. And this is the reason why I want to prove by explaining scripture to you that there is something called the reality of divine plan. There is a reality of divine plan. Am I talking to you? There is, there, is, there is a reality of divine plan. Imagine right now, you say, God, you know, God said that I'm, hung, I'm hungry. My children, I'm tired of you people complaining. Everybody choose the town you want to go. Kaswa people cry. Kaswa. Kaswa, it will, it will go empty. Kaswa. it will go empty nobody will stay there you say they are all sat in UK Canada UK Canada I want to go to US 
I want to go. Charlie. I'm, I'm, am I talking to people at all? There is a wisdom I want to teach this evening. And the wisdom is something everybody must understand. It is a reality of divine plan that you were born as a woman and not as a man. It is God's plan. That is the reason why you were born as a man and not a woman. It is God's plan. That is why you were born as a fair person and not a dark person. It is God's divine plan that made you come even out from a womb that made you a dark person, not a fair person. Do you think God is not a wise God? Do you think God does not know the reason why he created everybody? There is a plan for every man's destiny. And that is the reason why nobody actually knows your own plan unless the one that made you uh, 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 exist. He is the one that knows the plan you should follow. And that is why we, 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 we have to go to him in order to know our purpose, in order to know the reason why he brought us to Ghana and not America. Chairman, you are bringing me to any place you brought me to Ghana. 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 <laughs> am, I, am, I, am I talking to people <laughs> Hallelujah. Let me let me show you a scripture. Let me show you a scripture. Jeremiah chapter 1, the verse 5. Jeremiah chapter 1, the verse 5. Yes. Me, I know God brought me to Ghana for a purpose because when I look at myself, I don't resemble a Ghanaian at all. <laughs> when, I, when I look at myself, Ryan, I know I wasn't a Ghanaian, but God actually had a, a plan. And he brought me to Ghana because of something. He said, before I formed you in the womb, I knew you. Look at this. Please, I want everybody to understand the scripture well. No, then when you look at my face right now, what country do you think I'm, I, I, I resemble? La? Just look at me. My, my, my. If you say Nigeria, don't even try. Somebody said, hey, when I said Nigeria, somebody said, hey. Now, let's, let's go, let's go. He said, before I formed you in the womb, Theo, have you seen it? Before I formed you in the womb, he said, I knew you. <laughs> this, is, this is beautiful. I knew you. I knew you means that, it means that you, you, you already existed before you were formed. I don't know whether you get the, the scripture. It means that you already existed before you, for, you were formed. That means you were living a life somewhere and God had to carry you, mold you and place you in a womb. And he brought you to Ghana. 
So it means that before I came to Ghana, God already knew me somewhere. He said, before I shaped you in the womb, he said, I knew all about you. I knew it. I knew all about you. I knew, I knew, I knew. He said, before you saw the light of the day, I had holy plans for you. Did you hear it? I have holy plans for you, a prophet to the nation. That is what I have in mind for you. Did you see it? Do you see it? It means that God, before he formed me into my mother's womb, he knew the reason why he formed in me, not into the womb of Elon Musk's wife. He knew the reason why he didn't place me in Donald Trump's, you know, wife's belly. He knew the reason why he brought me to a, a family in, 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 in Sunyane. I don't know whether you get it. He knew the reason why he brought me into a family, a family. He knew, he knew the reason and he has set me apart. It means that he has already given me an assignment while I no, have not even existed. He already had a plan for me. Oh, oh, oh. Am I preaching to people at all? knew the plan he had for me. He knew it. He knew it. He knew my purpose. He knew the reason why he, he brought me to Ghana. And he knows that he already knew me and he knows what I'll become. This is the amazing part of the scripture I want everybody to think about. It means that God had already, you know, knows what I will become. Before he brought me onto this earth, he knew. One day Paul was talking and Paul said, is it in Hebrews chapter 12, the verse 1? Hebrews 12, verse 1. Paul was talking and said, he said, let us run with patience the race that is set before us. There is a race. Am I talking to you? There is a race that is set before us. We should run it with patience. Because that, that race that is set before you was set before you were born. There is a pathway God always wants everybody to follow. There is a pathway every God wants everybody even to follow. Let me show you a scripture in 1 Corinthians um, chapter 9, the verse 26. Can you, can you get it for me? First Corinthians chapter 9, the verse 26. Let me show you a scripture. Paul now was speaking and Paul said that, so you know what, therefore let us run, not as the one beating the air. Not as the one who is beating the air. We should run. It means that when we are running, we should know where we are going to. Look at it. Therefore, I do not run like someone running aimlessly. I do run. I do not fight like a boxer beating the air. Have you seen it now? It means that when Paul, as I'm running my race, I know where I'm going. Have you seen somebody who is saying that I'm going to Suhum? The person is going to Suhum church. By the time the person realizes he has gotten to Pokwasi. Why? Because the, the, the atmosphere in the car looks nice. I, am, I, am I talking to you? It, it, it does not sound well. 
And so therefore, so run not as an uncertainty. So fight as not as one that beated the air. You should run with a vision, a plan. That is why we don't look at somebody's ministry to run our ministry. That is why we don't look at somebody's life to run our life. Because the race we all run is not the same. It looks like I'm preaching to myself. God already had a plan. And the plan is meant for everybody. The plan is meant for every... You have your plan. Me, I have my plan. Listen to me. You, you have your plan. Me, I have my plan. The, you have the reason why God created you and formed you in your mother's womb. Me, I have a reason why God created me and formed me in my mother's womb. He knew who I become. And the setting apart is where the problem is. The setting apart is where the problem is. So God can look at everybody in the family and single you out to become a Christian. Is, is, is it not amazing? God can look at the entire people in my family and say, you come out. I want you to be a preacher. Come out. I want to be you to be an apostle. Come out. I want you to be a, a singer. Come out from among all your siblings. I want you to be an instrumentalist. Come out. I, this God, he knows the plan for everybody's life. He knows. He knows. He knows. So Paul was trying to say that me, I know my purpose on earth. So when I'm running, I don't run aimlessly. <laughs> Am I talking to you? I don't run aimlessly because I know where I'm supposed to go. I know where I'm supposed, I know the message I'm supposed to preach. I know where I'm supposed, I know the kind of uh, assignment I carry. So I know the type of woman I should marry. So the problem is that if you don't know the plan of God concerning your life, you end up frustrating yourself. You end up beating yourself. You end up walking aimlessly. You end up running aimlessly. Why? Because you don't actually know. You don't know. You don't know. Do you know up to now some of you who to marry you don't even know? I'm telling you. Some of you who to marry right now you don't even know. You don't even know who you are supposed to marry to. I'm telling you. He said, man of God, Baba, but me, me there by the grace of God, anything I like, I see that I like, I'm, I'm actually the one, I, I, it's my spec, it's my spec, it's my spec. That is what I'm, I'm craving for. <laughs> sister, sister, sister. If it is about spec, 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 eh, then you soon wear spectacles, oh. You will soon wear spectacles. I'm t- you will soon wear spectacles. That, before, I mean, that is my spec. That is my. You wear spectacles, la. Your eye will clear. Your your eye it will clear. You will see where after when you will see where. That is why every speck has broken your heart. C- can't you see? No, 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 la. Can't you see every speck have actually broken your heart? All the people you actually call speck, they broke your heart. They broke your head. They broke your liver. They broke your pancreas. They broke your umbilical cord. In fact, they've broken your spine. Now, every part is broken. 
Some of you, you don't even have brains. You, you only have conscience. Because all the heart is gone. Asa. I'm telling you. Before God will call any man, God has purposes for the man. Let me show you a scripture. Let me show you a scripture. I'll be closing very soon. Is that clear? Hmm? Okay. Romans chapter 8, the verse 29 and 30. Romans chapter 8, the verse 29 and 30. I'm talking about the reality of divine plan. I'm telling you. Do you know that somebody does not want a short man? But do you know in the divine plan, it is a short man the person is supposed to fulfill destiny with? It's a tofiakwa. It can never happen. Man of God, I reject it. All the top people have actually broken your faces. In fact, you don't even have a common face. They've broken, they've discontinualized, paralyzed everywhere in your body. I remember a lady said, Papa, me, I want a long, a tall man. Papa, pray. I want a tall man to marry. I want a tall man to marry. Church, the lady eventually got a tall man. And married. I was there, no. The lady called me within three months. Papa, you've not been hearing from me. And I said, are you sick? Your voice looks sad. He said, Baba, I can't. What can you, you can't what? Papa, I can't. I said, be open to me. What is happening? Is he beating you? He said, Papa, he has never beaten me. But Papa, I can't. You can't say. He said, Papa, I can't stand the tallness. I said, which tallness? It's Papa. He said, you have to know the, the one I'm talking about. I, Papa, I can't stand. And I said, that was what you were praying for. Stand in Jesus' name. You have to stand, though. It is for, for better, for worse. Till death do us apart. In fact, if you have to die, you will die. We will come and bury you. When, we, when I was advising you to, that is not the will of God. You think I was joking. <laughs> Stay there. You, you are not coming out anywhere. He said, Papa, because of that, I'm afraid that my husband will even cheat on me. Do you know why? He said, Papa, I can't sleep with him. And this is what the, the lady said. He said, Papa, I can't. Even if I'm not on a shift, I say I'm on a shift. I keep dodging him for more than three weeks now. I keep dodging him, Papa. I keep telling him every day I have my menses. I say, you will. Oh. Go, go there. Go there. 
And I said, your husband will travel very soon. Let me tell you what the Lord just said to me. He said, Papa, tell, talk to me. He said, I said, your husband, the Lord is about to open a door for your husband. Your husband will secretly travel. And when your husband traveled, your husband will leave you. Get pregnant for him. He said, Papa, I can't stand that oldness. I said, you better stand up. Do you know when he went and asked the the husband, I said, intentionally tell your husband you had a dream. So she she went to the husband and said, "Eh, baby, I had a dream and you were sitting in in an aircraft and you were traveling. Do you know what the husband said? He said, wow. Okay, so next month, uh, I've gotten uh, a chance, an opportunity. I wanted it to be a surprise. Have you seen it? I wanted it to be a surprise. Next month, I'll be traveling. You see? Church. Listen. Some of you... No, 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 church. No, no, no. Listen. If what you actually like is disappointing you, can't you by wisdom know that that is not meant for you? No, no, no. I want everybody to really think this with me. What you almost like is always disappointing you. Can't you now know that God does not want you to be with such things? But many of us, the more we tell you, the more you say never. 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 So you see somebody will come. Papa, I don't like that. This one is all thin, 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 thin. This one is not, it's, it's all thin. I don't like thin. And all the muscular people that are coming are actually disappointed. Can't you know that God wants you to go for the other one, other option? This is the reason many of us up till now, we don't actually know what we call the divine plan. Okay, get me the scripture I gave right now. Let me just read it so that we will continue God willing tomorrow. Mm. All the six parts you actually got, all the six parts, they broke your heart. God is saying go for one pack. He said never, never, la, never. Papa, I can't go for one pack. One pack say. <laughs> and I, no, no. If you go for one pack and by the grace of God, you people, you, you marry. Huh? When you go for one pack and by the grace of God, you people, you marry. The best thing you will do is that you will now work on yourself to get the one pack. You can get medicines and whatever to get one pack. He said, no, la. Would they just keep saying no, no, no? Church, this is the reason that many of us, we don't even understand what we call divine plan. Do you think your mother was looking for one pack? Will you be alive? 
If your mom was looking for one pack by now, you wouldn't be alive. I'm telling you. If your mom was actually looking for one pack by now, you wouldn't be alive at all. This generation, eh? This generation, we need a lot of psyching. It is social media and movies that have influenced our thoughts like this. This is our generation. Social media have influenced our thoughts a lot. Okay, get me my scripture quickly. Let me, let me, let me read this. Look at it. He said, for God knew his people in advance. Look at it. I'll, I'll be reading uh, different versions. So listen to it. For God knew his people in advance and chose them to become like his son. So that his son will be the first among many brothers and sisters. And having chosen them, he called to come to him. And having called them, he gave them the right standing with himself. And having given them the right standing, he gave them his glory. Now, look at the King James. For whom he did foreknow, listen to the word foreknow. I want you to underline something. Those he did foreknow, that means he knew them before they came to earth. For those he did foreknow, the first thing he did was that he predestined them. He predestined them. Predestination is that he already knew or he already aligned their destiny even before they came. Oh, maybe you don't get it. Uh, but but I, 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 know, I know after explanation you will get it. And he said those he predestinated, he also, he called them. So number one, he knew them, he predestined them, he called them, he justified them, and he glorified them. I want you to write it like that for me. Number one, he, he knew them, he predestined them, he called them, he justified them, and he glorified them. Now, I want everybody to understand this. Before, listen, let me say this. Let me say this. How many of you have watched a movie you've already watched before? Maybe you, you've watched a movie before. You've, you, okay. You've already watched it before. Great. That's, that's powerful. Now, when you are watching a movie, you, you have watched before. And you are watching a movie with a friend who hasn't watched it before. And it looks like the lead actor of the movie is about to be killed. And your friend is shouting, they are about to kill him. Please run. They will kill you. Run. When you are sitting down, will you be doing that? You will laugh. The reason why you will laugh is because you've already watched that movie before. 
No matter how they are chasing after him or shooting him, you know that it will not penetrate. He will surely dodge it. Is it not true? But your friend has not watched that movie before and that is why your friend is shouting. So now listen to me. God, who created you, already had watched the movie of your life. Oh, Jesus Christ. The Lord who created you has already watched the movie of your life. So he already knew you. He already knew what you become. He already knew all the battles you will go through. So when he is sitting in heaven and you are going through it and you are shouting, God, is this how I will die? Is this how I will fail in life? Is this how I will be stranded? He will be sitting in heaven and will be laughing because he knows that you don't actually know the end of the movie you are actually living. He also knows that at the end, you will surely come out. Hey, God, a troop shall come upon thee, but God, you shall overcome them at last. Listen, there is something about God that many people don't know. For those he knew, he predestined. And those he predestined, he called. And those he called, he justified. And those he justified, he glorified them. My God. My God. My God. Hallelujah. So you see that the end of all the predestination, the end of all So when you look at the scripture well, you will see that the end of those he knew, the end of those he predestined, the end of those he called, the end of those he justify, do you know their end is actually glory? <laughs> it is actually glory. So he knows that no matter what you are going through, it is actually for your glory. He knows that whatever you are going through in life, he knows it is for your glory. There is a glory prepared that you've not seen. The battle is actually a part of the divine plan because he is the one that is the author and the finisher of our faith. He is the one that wrote the story of your life. It is all part of the lines. It, it is part of the lines that people will actually disappoint you. People will come and look down on you. People will come and, you know, do evil things again. It is part. He knew. And that is why you shouldn't be afraid. Am I preaching to people at all? That is the reason why you shouldn't be afraid. Because the God we are actually following, he knew. He knew our life even before we came. And because of that, if we must survive this world, and if we must overcome this world, we need to always go back to him. We will always have to go back to him. 
so that he does, he is the author. He is the one that wrote it. He is the one that created us. He is the one that formed us. He knows the very path we should follow. And this is the problem of mankind. We don't want to follow his plan. We want to follow our plan because there are some charlatans who have risen in this end time and they are shouting there is no God. They are shouting this church is a scam. This Jesus is a scam. They are shouting all sorts of nonsense, saying all sorts of things, and people are coming to believe them. And people are now following after their steps. And people are now following after their pedings. You just need wisdom to survive. You don't need any God. You just need wisdom to survive. You don't need any God. Yes. Nobody said that wisdom is not part of the lifting of men. But can I tell you, there is no genuine wisdom that can actually profit a man's life if God is not part of that wisdom. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. May the Lord bless you and may the Lord favor you. Your creation is not a mistake. What you are going through is never a mistake. It is part of the reality of divine plan. God knew that 2024, a platform called Dave will be a platform you will fellowship. He knew. It is not a mistake. There is nothing new with God. Listen, these things we are doing, it is already, you know, what it has been watched long time in heaven. It is not a news to them. He knew. He knew one day I will be preaching this message to you. He knew one day the number of people who will be coming to this platform to listen to such message. He knew. There is nothing new. Am I talking to you? There is nothing new. There is nothing new anywhere. There is nothing new. He knew everything. He knew uh, God. He knew everything. So sometimes, eh, this is the knowledge I have about the world it is settled. Oh, you don't get what I'm trying to say. I'm trying to open certain things to you. This is the knowledge I have that I say it is settled. You might not understand it. God knows that you have to go through some moment of struggle for a while. And there is a time allocated for your testimony to come. He, he knows all the timing. He knows it. The only thing we need to follow is to follow after his leading. Then we will know where to, should we pass? What should we do right now? So that we will know that what we are doing can actually prosper us or it will not prosper us. I met a daughter of mine. She's complaining. Oh, Papa, I need money to do this. I 
I need money to do this. I need money to do this. And I told her, that, hey, lady, lady, lady. I said it is said. I said, Papa, sometimes I'm down. Sometimes I'm stranded. And I said, Charlie, if you keep having this mentality, you will always fail. Why? Because God already knows that there are times in life that these things are part. It is part of his divine plan. It is part. The Lord will favor us. I know God willing tomorrow we shall continue with this message. But I know you are blessed. The reality of divine plan.